I'm not, I'm not going to hide that I've got this. No, so no, absolutely not. I mean, it's, you really can't make it through the week without the agenda. Yeah. We've learned more and more that we don't have to hide anything from our audience. They like that we're real. Transparent. We just show up yes. and we begin maybe like the podcast, just like that. Well, we, we, that's what real podcasts do, Jimmy. Well, we've done that from the beginning. We, when you, we started the podcast, you told me just be yourself. And that's what we've done for going on our four seasons. So 77 years now. Oh, geez. It feels like it. If you would have been a part of our setup just a little bit ago. <laughs> uh, so, um, I took an early flight out of, uh, DFW this morning. And so, um, I was actually in the hotel probably uh, 10.30 this morning. Uh, probably before that, but yeah. 10.30, 10 yeah. was unpacked, like ready to go, right? And uh, so I meet Jimmy down here, meet the rest of the team here. Uh, we've got several folks here. Uh, Carly and Randy showed up, and they're like, hey, let's go ahead and unload the vehicle. So we went down to the parking garage, uh, which was about, I don't know, seven and a half miles away. And... Uh, you know, what is it, 94 degrees here? Well, and 200% humidity. Yeah. You go out in that garage and all of a sudden, they're like, <laughs> vapor is everywhere. For sure. So, there's a little condensation going. Um, so, anyway, we, we haul everything back, get start building, and then uh, Jimmy and I come out and try to scout where we're going to have the podcast, right? Live from And I did LGA. that this morning at 8 a.m., 7.30. Oh, by the way, we're at the LGA Pipeline Safety Conference. Yes. For for context, and so we get out here and we find our spot. We find another spot. We find another spot, and uh, finally we pick one and we get completely set up. And we do a sound check and we look at the video, and we're so dark and shadowy that we couldn't even we couldn't use that spot. And so uh, here we drifted around this hall, looking for the right spot, looking for the right light. And we pray that we uh, have found it. So, it's easier when there's not video going, because all we really have to worry about is this one thing, the microphone, you know? That's right. That's right. But it's we've learned so much over uh, all this live recording uh, the past three years, really now, two and a half, three years of it that nothing flusters us jimmy's so funny we just kind of walk around have go okay yep all right yeah <laughs> is that well, what i say we're moving it over here okay, okay. here yep. we go all right boss uh let me go get some water and we'll move this for the 14th time <laughs> and uh you gotta understand too we're in the middle of the hall anybody who's set up for one of these conferences knows people are pouring in like uh, as you see behind us yeah people have constantly come in all day long so you stop and you talk with somebody and you shake hands and, and we're catch right in the middle we're right you know? in the main area and so uh it's been a comedy of a start well they, well, they go always though yeah but they go into the hall we're in one place they go into the hall they start to set up their booth they come out and they're like wait a minute you guys were over there a minute ago now you're over here we're like well give it five more minutes we'll be in another location the life of a uh of a, a salesperson if you will or or a you know Someone who's a, a definitely on the road. We see some stuff. 
Oh, we see a lot of stuff. Yeah. And uh, that's just a day in the life, man. But you know what makes it fun and exciting? And and honestly, like we talk about, we have to have fun every day. As long as we're having fun, things are good. Right. And I wouldn't trade already this morning. We've got to talk with so many of our friends and so many folks that are here mm-hmm. um, that, man, uh, I have a lot of respect for uh, this group down here. And I've only been to one of these shows. Like, and already I, I fell in love with this show last year. And I kept telling you for the four yeah. years before it, James, 100%. we got to go. And you kept saying, oh. Oh, you know, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Well, it was a territory kind of conversation always, yeah. right? But uh, this is a kind of a bigger than territory type of conversation. I would say this conference in particular. It is. It's, it's a very unique conference, James. And uh, I've been coming to this for about the last 15 years. And the most interesting thing about it is one, it's not, it is a Louisiana LGA, Louisiana Gas Association yeah. show, but it's really much more than that. They partner up with the Louisiana Department of Natural Resources and they kind of work in tandem together to put the show on. They have been doing that for years and years and years. And I would say the most interesting part about this is that it is a multi, uh, compliance regulatory type of environment where it started off and it's still known as a 192, 195. And when we talk about 192 and 195, we're talking about natural gas pipelines and we're talking about wet or oil pipelines. Yeah. Yeah. So break that down a little bit more because I saw on the agenda, I saw like 191. Yeah. 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 Maybe yep. some other ones as well. So those are all the different. I saw LNG on there. That's 193. Like that. okay. And so LNG is covered too. So, you know, the 191, I, I think that is that going into the hydrogen world. And so there's many different aspects of it. Gotcha. So like the whole gamut of, of regulation, really. Yeah. When we think about it. Gotcha. <laughs> it's an inside joke that I'll never get out. We'll tell you later. Anyways, it is known as 192, 195. And it goes go 191, 192, 193, 195, and more. So uh, everything from propane, hydrogen, uh, LNG, uh, natural gas, oil. And it, again, when you think about Louisiana, Louisiana is probably known as the energy capital of the Western Hemisphere. I mean, it happens here, both onshore and, again, as many folks know, offshore. And so many of the platforms and such actually originate here and go out. And we're going to actually, I'm jumping ahead, but, uh, go ahead. Uh, well, on Thursday, we get a chance to go down to the loop and take a look at the, uh, let's just call it, I believe it's, what's, I don't even know what it stands for officially, James, but it's, uh, I'm going to look it up because I don't, it's really the offshore uh, stepping off point where things do go from land being created, being built, being, uh, you know, fabricated then to being launched, so to speak out to the Gulf of Mexico and, and even further. And they call it the loop on here too. I was hoping to get, and I'll, I'll pull it up on the app, but yeah, uh, this agenda is full, Jimmy. Oh, uh, while, well, while I look this up, this yeah, thing, the, 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 all the, all the big hitters in our industry, as far as when you think regulation, regulatory, uh, folks, uh, you see all the FEMSA names are incredible. Well, it, it you're absolutely right. And, and the FEMSA folks have been supporting this for years. Again, it really goes to what you, 
what we talk about in the industry is relationships and alliances. And so when the the Louisiana regulators reached out to the FEMSA folks and invited them years and years back, I mean, ever since I've been coming, I always thought it was amazing the amount of FEMSA folks that were here giving presentations. And again, they're all extremely pertinent. They're pertinent to actually what's happening today. I know in past conferences, people said, hey, in the last three weeks, this has happened. And they've given that in their presentations. And it's critical to know that, again, when we're looking at almost 700 folks, if not more, attending this year as well as other years from across the nation, probably 20 plus states. It is really, uh, that really sets the stage as to how important it is. When people look at conferences for regulatory and compliance, this is one of the ones that people look to to go to each and every year. Yeah, I know we loaded up our team as well. Thank you so much. Thank we, you. uh, we loaded up our team when it comes to regulatory compliance as well. We we brought the whole group. Uh, I believe we got several folks on the agenda as well. Uh, Jimmy, I was looking at the agenda at some of the names, some of the FIMSA folks. Uh, Tyler Dean, remember yep. meeting him? Oh, yeah. Uh, we, I think we were on the plane with him one time. Uh, Wayne St. Germain. Bill of, Lowry's coming. Yeah, Bill Lowry. He's an old friend. Um, former regulators out the wazoo. Uh, can you say that? I yeah. Think so Brian Dressel yeah, will be Brian here. Dressel will be there. Uh, man, so many good folks. We saw um, uh, Warren Miller earlier, of course, is here. Yeah. Uh, we saw John Jacoby. Um, man, just full, full Jimmy. Well, full. and again, the key to it is is one thing about the history. I'll tell you, back in two thousand eight and nine, I, it was a split week, James. At that point, it was really focused on one ninety two mm-hmm. and one ninety five, and we used to come in either Monday, Tuesday, and then leave Wednesday for the oil and or the natural gas, and then you would come in Wednesday afternoon for Thursday and Friday for again the the opposite of it or the the next one, and they alternated each and every year. And but then so many people had interest in both of them that now the conference for the whole kind 40, blended, it blended. is all blended together and uh it's it's really powerful i think knowledge is a key education and knowledge is a key to everything that we do and so when it um when you have the ability to sit in on things that maybe not again lng for instance a lot of folks may that may not be applicable to them but for them to be able to sit in some lng sessions and learn about it understand it understand the export as- aspect understand the pipeline yeah. aspect you know it's funny you said that i had a conversation with my uber driver mm. uh, on the way in and he was like i don't understand how they like i understand the export of oil but I don't understand the export of natural gas and how it's done. And guess who educated them? Did you did you give it to him? I did. did you? I explained it. I talked about LNG, and I talk, I mean, like it was crazy because I just I knew from our presentations, from being around you, from the industry, just the different ways and why and what made sense and what didn't. And he told me on the way in. His name was James as well. Hmm, and good name. So obviously a great guy. Yeah. And um. He said he he learned so much being an Uber driver because everybody's so diverse. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. He said, I never would have learned that today. And he goes, I've been to some of the ports and I just, I've never understood that. And he said, you taught me that. And so 
uh, in the spirit of LGA, in the spirit of this week, it, it doesn't even stop on these walls. Jimmy, you said it earlier. It's kind of neat how many echoes this conference will make yes. for the next 364 days. Absolutely, it will. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of folks come yeah. in here to learn the things they need to go back and educate their folks with uh, in order to be compliant, to be safe, and to be trained throughout this industry. No, no matter what segment they're in, 191, 2, 3, 4, 5, whatever. Well, and when you really think about it, yes, they're very specific to certain molecules and certain whatever's in the pipe, but the pipe are pipes. Mm-hmm. And they do, uh, again, they're different in many aspects for what actually is flowing through them. But in other ways, they're very similar when you think about the one thing that is the absolute keystone and cornerstone to our industries, let's call it, uh, and that is safety. Safety is number one. So when you look at uh, PSMS models, it doesn't matter if it's a 192, 195, whatever the case may be. It has to do with safety. And there are best practices. There's things that we have learned that we need to share, that we need to make sure that others are understanding uh really the successes. And unfortunately, if there are any not so much successes, I'll be kind and say that that way we need to learn from that too. From our friends with a pipeline. There. Oh, there you go. Oh yeah. Uh, I looked it up. Yeah. Louisiana offshore oil port. Yep. So uh, that's the loop. It's really neat. They on the website, you can learn a little more about it. I don't know what the website is, but I should probably know that before I, I I, I, probably if you Google loop and new Orleans or you'll yeah, probably find it. Maybe, maybe. Well, we're here all week, Jimmy. We're on your turf. We're going to be eating uh, some, some oysters mm, all week long. <sighs> yeah, no, the food, uh, the food here is excellent. Louisiana is one of the most unique places I've ever gone to. When I lived in Houston, I used to come over quite a bit. Mm. And I, I tell you, sometimes I, I say it jokingly, it's like another country. Uh, uh, Napoleonic code, you know, for the law. I mean, there's a lot of very unique things and a lot of rich in history. I believe New Orleans is, has celebrated just in the last year or two its 300th anniversary. Wow. So, Man, somebody uh, did their homework. Uh, it's are you talking about me? Yeah. Oh, this is Prepare. just I I just really this stuff. I I love I love Nola and everything about it and again it was uh formed as a city well before the United States uh was actually formed into what we are. So there's it's rich in history and there's so many good things and I'll tell you the food I if we don't leave this week, James, 10 pounds heavier, we haven't done our job well. Yeah, I think that's fair. I'm on track. All right. Well, hey, uh, we're going to bring some great guests on this week. Uh, anybody you're looking forward to, Jimmy? You going to name drop anybody? I'm hoping we can get Stephen Giambroni on. Stephen's going to come uh, on for sure. Surely he will. Jim Denham from Southern Company. He's going to come on, talk about a lot of the pipeline stuff that they have going on, some of the safety initiatives. Yeah. Uh, some of these regulators, I don't know what the legal ramifications are, whether you can come on and talk about things, but uh well, they, they can, if it's been published, they can talk out. about it. So that's the, we have to make sure it's something that's been yeah. published and published recently, and then they can talk about it. So, all right. Well, we'll be here all week. That's my old man joke all week. All right. All right. Wait, we're shaking hands. Yeah. You can't see it. Yeah, we just shook hands awkwardly. Well, it was good, yeah. and I'm sitting on a pillow, but that's oh. another story. Oh. Well, that's for the outro. <laughs> we'll see y'all. See ya. So. uh we just 
We do it every time. Yes, we, just we get do. Started and reminiscing, and which is yeah, which is great. That everyone back home doesn't necessarily know who you are. Maybe well, there's a few people in Louisiana that don't. know. Small percentage. I would say very small. Do us a favor and uh, introduce yourself to the folks back home. I am Sue Guidry. Um, I from I hail from a very tiny town called Mermintaw, Louisiana. Mermintaw. Most of you have never heard of it. Uh, I work in Sulphur, Louisiana. My company is Targa Resources, and I'm a senior compliance specialist there. Right now, I have the distinct privilege and honor of also being the president of the Louisiana Gas Association. And the unofficial queen of New Orleans. Oh, that's well. true. The unofficial queen of New Orleans. Yeah, and I don't have my crown today. No, but there allegedly may have been a crown. crown. Yeah. Yes, yes. And it's very fitting, just so you know. Thank you. Thank it you. is. Uh, well, last night we were talking, and we concocted a plan, and we were all in on it, right? Yes, uh, yes. We were We were networking last night, and Randy was around. We had Randy yep, on Randy Adams. Yep. EWM. Yeah. And we were talking about Cafe Dumont. We asked the question to you, you know, uh, if you had to choose. And so we... This morning, we Randy ran and got fresh beignets yes. and coffee and coffee. And coffee, which coffee you, there coffee, you go. Coffee and lay, so yes. let's let's start by divvying that. Okay, out. I think there's on everybody green. grab one. Okay, oh, and I mean I know it's probably not good etiquette to eat uh, and have a podcast, but when have we oh, had etiquette? We have that. But if you're in New Orleans, what else do you do? I mean, you're gonna New Orleans is beignet. all about food anyway, right? I tell you what, I've been on a journey this week. Um, we we have ate some fantastic food here, Jimmy. We, we have had phenomenal food, everything from charbroiled oysters at Drago mm. to... Um, oh, man, we had some good stuff. Well, yeah, and, and beyond. This, this is a whole thing. Pittsburgh-style steaks. Whole boys. I'm going to let everybody What is the difference more. between Pittsburgh-style steaks and regular steaks? Well, what a Pittsburgh steak, we oh, learned about this, is that they take a steak, especially like a New York strip, and they um, flash sear it on very hot, almost blacken the outside with lots yeah. of uh, seasoning and such. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the inside is very rare to, Jeez. at the best, medium rare. So, I mean, it's, oh, uh, wow. it, so it comes out and you're like, oh, that That's looks really cooked. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, years ago, oh, I, sir. I don't think they sir. still do it, but the uh, Omni Hotel used to do a seared steak that they would cook in a little flat iron skillet. Okay. And then before they served it to you, just before they served it to you, they would coat it in steam syrup and put it back in that hot pan and, and glaze it. Ooh. Talk about good. Well, the steak I had had Creole butter on it. Oh. Mm. Yeah. It was something special. about a half a pound of butter too. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. cheers safety first, and uh, I hope you get coffee sugar all over. Hot, mm. So it's good. It's awesome. You know, I took my jacket off. Pro move. <laughs> I'm gonna wear it. Mm. Sue, mm. your yes involvement in the Sorry. LGA. Your your reign is queen. <laughs> yes, or uh, president. Of LGA is what coming to an end in November? In November, it will come to an end. Yes, I will have served my two years. So it's a two-year term here. Though it is a two-year term, and it is a um, it is a line of succession. So the the next president is not voted in; they were voted in four years ago. And so we have say, a first vice president and a second vice. So president. it's on a sliding four-year kind yes. of scale. Okay. Yes. So, so I knew six years ago I was going to be president. 
And it was like, really? Were you excited? I, I was, I had a lot of, um, to use a big word, trepidation. Why? I did. Because I had, when I started the, when I started with this organization, most of the people that were on the board yep. were almost the ones who had been here from inception. So they had been here, you know, mid eighties, late eighties, and they scared the heck out of me, mm -hmm. frankly, because they were so knowledgeable. They knew what they were talking about. And I felt like I was a fish out of water kind of. And because a lot of it dealt with distribution pipe. Okay. My company doesn't have distribution. We have transmission. Transmission. And that is the, the distinct thing right now. Our LGA board is made up of 25 board members from different companies, uh, distribution, transmission, um, associate members who are the vendors that vendors, deal with yep. people like, like Us. EWN that uh, provide the services and goods that we use. And a couple of these people were so smart that I felt, what am I doing on this board? Right now, our 25 board member, there are, it's only men and me. And the guys joke that they don't have a problem taking orders from me because they've been doing it all their lives from their wives. So, but it's. Shout out. Yeah. yeah. Mike, Mike drop on that one. So for those that don't know it, yesterday, we kind of celebrated you. It was 33 years, correct? 33 years that, that I have worked for this same company, Targa Resources. Of course, it wasn't Targa when I started. Right, right. Companies that sure. were bought and sold and whatever. Uh, but I have been with the same group of people, the same location for 33 years now. Yes. Congratulations. We got About to 45 years in the industry. So even though I'm only, you know, like 37. <laughs> and you started at, well, I was going to say four, but that, how's that some? When did you start with the LGA? If you've been with Target for 33 years, when was your first uh, ballpark? I was, I, I was going to say I eased my way into the LGA because the first, um, the first way I got involved was they were looking for more transmission operators who had liquid pipelines mm. for topics for the pipeline safety conference. And James Murgis, who was over LDNR at the time, said, I know some people. So he called a couple of people from the transmission side and asked us to get involved. And he did a great job and started using, doing some more topics that were pertinent to the transmission side. Okay. And so I started that in probably, this is our 20th year in New Orleans. New Orleans yeah. With this conference, when we moved to New Orleans is when I started. Okay, doing so 20 this. years. But I have been on the board for like 16 years. Okay. Yeah. So it took you a few years to get your, yes. so to speak, feet wet, and then you jumped in with both feet. Had to. Um, yeah, I think I, James and I go to a, a ton of conferences, and we see a lot of value in that because the relationships that we make in our industry are are paramount. I mean, we rely on oh, people yes. each and every day. And um, I love to see all the all the um, podcasts. They are awesome. Well, thank you. And y'all have such interesting guests. Like you, Sue. Like the... Um, I, I, I think the very interesting part is really being brave LGA years and year, decades back and combining 192, 195 liquids yes. and natural gas. Cause really I'm trying to wrap my brain around this. I mean, I don't, we don't see that a lot. I mean, we, we see, we mm -hmm. see liquid lines conferences mm -hmm. and we see natural gas. Um, you know, there's, uh, and what we saw was happening. Uh, I think, and I think it was a good thing is that there is a lot of overlap, especially in the newer regulation. 
So, you know, you get to OQ. Well, OQ applies liquid or gas. It doesn't matter. It's the same regulation. Integrity has a couple of little differences, but for the most part. Well, and we have great models now and programs okay. yes. you know, compared to probably, you know, 30 years ago that have evolved. And so it's, we're used to it now, right? Yeah. So it's not as, as tough. Um, we're, we're, you being such a champion of LGA and beignets, um, <laughs> what, what could you, uh, say to the folks that maybe haven't ever been to a, an LGA event, especially this one, right? Um, or, um, that might entice them to come out next year? We have an awesome group of people that prepare not only the hotel, we want a good environment for people to be in, a safe environment. New Orleans is a great city, despite all the bad news you may hear from time to time. It is a great city. It's got a lot of history and culture. And the um, people that plan this conference do an excellent job. Stephen Giambroni, um, Director of Pipeline Safety for LDNR, does an awesome job of getting the the FIMSA speakers, the um, TQ speakers, getting them here. <coughs> Excuse me. And then our our management group, the Tatman group, yep. who do a fantastic Outstanding. job. Outstanding. And, and they work throughout this whole week to put out, uh, or even months before, put out, save the date, come to New Orleans, join us here. We get the vendors here. We get the speakers here. It's a great mix of everybody and i always say this to people and i've told you guys this before i should say not you guys y'all i've told y'all this before is that yes susan marie yes ma'am sir (laughs) i knew that was gonna come up sooner or later you hit me at the wrong point (laughs) but we jokingly say this is a huge industry yes but it's a tight-knit group of people so if you go to any other conference, you may run across some of the same people, and they are all passionate and yeah. enjoy what they do and love to speak about. It. Can I just interject and build on one thing you said? I have heard so many times over the last few days people just saying, "Hey, I just learned," or "I just I was just aware," yes. or, you know. And when you hear that organically out here, you're like, "This is working. The sessions are working. Mm-hmm. The vendors are working. The vendors have yes. a lot of innovation in the two rooms, they and it's." Do. It's uh, exciting when people get here at the end of the week, they walk away saying, I'm better knowledge, better equipped with uh, some new knowledge. And than when I'm when hearing I came this here. week, uh, I, I unfortunately, and don't tell my bosses, I'm not, but I, I have not been able to sit in and on as many sessions that I, as I normally would. Same. But the sessions I've sat in have been well attended. Yeah. The speakers have been very, very good and being. Uh, engaging the audience and the audience is participating and asking those questions, just like you're saying, yep. I don't understand this. Can you explain it? To yeah. Me? And the speakers have been phenomenal about yeah. it, getting there, those points across. It, it's not, it's not a one way dissertation, so no. to speak. It's a communication. It's a discussion. It's a conversation. Conversation. Yeah. And, and the great thing is in those sessions, somebody may have a question that you didn't know, even know you needed to hear an answer to. And then you go, Ah, yes, we have that same situation. Yeah, yeah the answer's in the room kind of thing. Yes, you know? yes. Well, I told uh, Jim Brony last night, um, there's something special going on here. We get to attend a lot of events, and this isn't a knock on any event. No. Uh, this is a you know an accolade for this one is there's something special about what's built here. Mm-hmm. And 
some of its history, but some of it is continuing to uh, innovate and change and iterate just like our programs, right? Uh, it's no yeah. different. Plan, do, check, act is the same, whether it's yeah. a, a public awareness or it's a program, right? So um, it's exciting to see this group together. And, so and you this, must be proud of that. I, I really am. And I'm proud to be part of the organization that helps push this forward. It seems like we evolve a little bit more each year. And in doing that, it makes it better. This year, if I'm not mistaken, and I haven't gotten the final count on numbers, but we are close to 700 people yes, attending this conference. Yeah. And that is an awesome, awesome, awesome to think about where 20 years ago, we probably had 100 people total. Sure. And that was gas and liquids. So it, it's it's amazing. We had three vendors when we first started exhibitors, and now there are seventy-seven. Seventy. Two rooms. Two rooms. Yes. Soon to be three rooms. Yes. Well, it, it has grown and grown, and we love it. I see it as a model for uh, other associations. Uh, Y'all are doing a great job. So kudos. Well, thank on you that. very much. Yeah. Thank you very much. Well, I would ask the question. I, I'll, I'll throw a. I uh, it's begged. Well, you know, I. I I want to do a little bit twist on it. <clears throat> so you can choose one. I'm going to give you two items. You can choose one. Normally we would use beignets, but since we know that this is a favorite, we have to take it out. So, okay. Uh, hurricane, Pato, Pat O'Brien's, or Gumbo, Oceana. I'm going to throw in a third. Go, do it. Uh, or beignets with coffee with Jim and Jane. Oh, that's. Well, then there's no contest. It's the beignets with oh. Jim and James. <clears throat> Can't can't what go wrong with my pals I'll set here. That one up. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I knew she'd pick that. Oh, <laughs> that's fantastic. You, you uh you're a bright spot in our industry. Absolutely. Good to be with you yesterday on thirty-three years in. Oh, thank you. We yeah. Appreciate you sitting down with us this morning yeah. and literally having coffee with Jim and Jim. I, I have had a fantastic time and I love seeing y'all and, and being here and it's just a great day yeah. all together because I'm here now. Hey, do me a favor because I would I would be sad if I came here and you didn't do it because I know he's going to watch. If you would say hi to Don Embry, he's hey, going to watch this episode. You are one of my favorite people, and I'm I'm going to see you soon. That's right. All right. Well, Jimmy, that's fantastic. Man, what a treat to have Sue. Sue, thank you for all the work oh. you do. I'll hug your neck here in yeah, a minute. You're yeah. covered in and powdered sugar. sugar. Powdered sugar everywhere. Right now. I'm going to reach across. What a great. That might be. That's an HR issue. Hey. Cafe Mon. Yeah. No free sponsors. No, I'm just kidding. We love it. Hey, we'll be back. See you in a bit. Man, I said it a minute ago. We were cutting up before we were recording, but you know you've made it in life when they make a bobblehead out of you, you know? Yeah, especially when you're from New York City. New York City. Obviously. Right. <laughs> We're here with the number one cowboy, Jim Bob. Do us a favor. There might be three people out there on this earth that <laughs> don't know half. you. Two and a half. Uh, introduce yourself to the to the audience. Uh, Jim Bob Sims, uh, public awareness consultant with the Paradigm Alliance. The Paradigm Alliance. Uh, you know, um, there's not a lot of swag items that I take home at these things. Okay? No, no, there I isn't. don't. There's yeah. just not. No. I don't want any stuff. But I have paradigm bag clips on all my chips at home. <laughs> oh, do you? <laughs> it's one of the items that I take home. I'm just telling you. I mean, yeah. you know, I may need another one. I know. Well, I, got, I got some chip clips in my box. Yeah. I need you know one. What? I know a guy. I broke one. <laughs> 
I know. I guess. That's not what we're here for. We're here. We're live at the LGA this weekend. Uh, we grabbed Jim Bob. Jim Bob, uh, is this your first LGA? Uh, no, no, it is not. What? Uh, how long you been coming? Oh gosh, I throw a number I out. There. I don't know. Probably um, fifteen years. Yeah, really. I, I think yeah. you and I back in the mid turned on the lights. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We turned on the lights. It's probably two thousand and sweep up at the end of the night too. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. it's a different story then. Yeah. We all pitched I'm, in, but it's been know, it's Royal Sinesta. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've been, uh, you know, I've, I've been with a couple of different companies over the years that I've been here, but uh, yeah. yeah, I've been been coming this way about 15 years. So an important event for you? It is, uh, especially now. Uh, Louisiana is a very important state for Paradigm. We have a lot of clients here. It is for our and, industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You think about exactly. You know, I can better turn uh, the states here in the Gulf. You know, if, if I only took care of... Texas and Louisiana, that would keep me busy. I bet it would. <laughs> you know, I bet so, it would. Uh, between the two, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of mileage, uh, a lot of, a lot of pipelines, a lot of clients. Um, but now this, this is a, this is a great place to, for me to be able to, um, uh, not only seek out new opportunities, but to, uh, you know, solidify the relationships with, with the people we already have. This is a great place to do that. Let me, let me jump in and build on that a little bit for for the people that come to this site. We all get it. We're, we're, you know, breathing it and eating it every day. And we understand literally. Yeah. Yeah. Literally is right. But for the (laughs) food's so good. For the folks that are watching and tuning in and, Saying, man, you know, should I go next year to that LGA 192, 195? What would you say to them? I would Chip? say absolutely. You know, um, just just the networking opportunities alone. But uh, you know, there's been some great sessions. Lots uh, of sessions. You yeah. know, the the regulations are so fluid; they're changing all the time. You know, and and I mean, just a couple of weeks ago, I was in Austin at the Railroad Commission yeah. uh, conference. You know, and uh, we 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 try to keep up and and stay current on this stuff and make sure that we're giving our clients the best information and the latest information available. You yeah, know? and so uh, events like this are the best place to do that. Yeah, best place to get that accomplished. You got to ask him the. First question. The first question, absolutely, because this is the question. This is what everyone's dying to know. Okay, this is the question. This is the the icing on the. Think back here, 15 years. 15 years. I'm going to give you two choices. You can only pick one. Okay. A beignet at Cafe Du Monde or seafood gumbo at Oceana. I got to go Cafe Du Monde. Okay. Oh, All right. Aaron's slide continues. I'm telling you what. There's never right. a question. It's probably 85%, yeah. 15% right now. It's the coffee. It's the coffee. Oh, it's great I love there. the chicory coffee. Yeah, it's really good, isn't it? Yeah. And bring cash because they don't take credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Jim Bob, uh, you have always been a highlight for me, sir. And I met you early on in my career at Energy yes. World Net. Yeah. And so, uh, and this guy too. Yeah. And so I look up to y'all quite a bit. I think I, 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 I think I met both of y'all. Maybe I shouldn't say this, but I think I actually met both of y'all uh, through the TGA. Yeah, absolutely. I think our original was. That was probably yeah. 2008 and yeah. nine for yeah. us. It's yeah. been a long time. It yeah. has been for a long time. Well, I yeah. appreciate the work both y'all have done. Well, I hope we continue to do it when y'all are. Y'all, when are y'all going to be done? 
we got a, we got a presentation coming up at 10 or we're gonna we're here all week yeah we got one at 10 30 right here right here yeah. we're gonna be we're gonna be there i might join it hey we'll be back let's talk about the stakes we had last night yeah right <laughs> more importantly <laughs> man and how we learned about pittsburgh yeah, so pittsburgh. I've, I've never heard of a such pittsburgh. thing and tell us a little bit about the pittsburgh oh my gosh so mm. i can't even rem remember where i heard that term but when i learned it and you start asking around at different restaurants and the you know chefs what? have heard of it right it's whether they know how to do it properly or not which is just searing the outside and making sure it has that good season seared in on the outside and then having that, you know, medium rare, whatever it is, right? See, it's really just searing the out, burning the outside. Is all see, Jimmy, when we talk about knowledge sharing, this is yeah. it. This is really what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. And I also <laughs> want to knowledge share too that reminiscent of the Flintstones cartoon, the steaks that you guys that's had last true. These things, I think we're they were respectable. 14 ounces. Yeah. That's not true. <laughs> they were respectable. It came out of people's size. I mean, everybody wanted to just pick them up and eat true. them, mm, eat them off the bone. It was one of, one of the best bites I've had here in a long time. Before we get too far, would you please introduce yourself? Yes. To so I am Ed Landgraf. I am Director of Marine Safety and Operations at Texas 811. I am also chairman of an industry organization called CAMO, Coastal and Marine Operators. Okay. So what that is, is they, paint, they paint pipelines camouflage color, right? That's that's right. That's right. It's just camo. It's, it's typical. I was going to see if I can make it up. No. It's like a juice no, bow, but that's No, no, no. I, I know. Do. I was trying to channel you, but I, this is a really good topic because yeah. I, I've enlightened so many people since I've learned about it. Jimmy being one of them about camo. So do us a favor yeah, because please I explain that. I don't think people understand number one, what camo is, but how important it is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So excellent question. Um, so camo coastal marine operators, we are an industry consortium of pipeline operators. We're a little bit different than any other oil and gas industry organization because we also have environmental groups and we also have marine construction and dredging members of CAM. So people often say, why would you have an environmental group or NGOs that are members of an oil and gas organization? And actually, we want to partner with them because they don't want to see spills in their environment, right? And they're always advocating for the industry to be cleaner. And yeah. my message to them is, well, you know what? The industry doesn't want to see spills either. No. So, no, so there's actually not. some common ground there. Yeah. And we have actually used those environmental organizations to help get the message out to their constituents of what the oil and gas industry is doing to prevent spills and injuries. And so that's been some of the magic of camo that I'm especially part, proud of. I, and I, I, I Thank you for doing that, first of all. And it's so important. I think we're just really, we, we barely even scraped the tip of the iceberg here. Is there a website that we can yep. point people to? Because honestly, go ahead and share that. And I'll tell my story in a second. Yeah, that's fine. So camogroup.org, O-R-G, www.camogroup.org. And we're also going to have a new program that we're going to launch called Marine Safe 811, right? And so... That's going to be a couple of months out. 
but it's going to be a one-stop shop for marine excavators. And when people think about marine, you know, it's not just the ocean or the Gulf. It's actually many inland waterways, yep. lakes, et cetera, that we are trying to protect. This river right out over here called the yep. Mississippi would right. also be applicable. Exactly. So we do a lot of work in the Mississippi River. There are a lot of pipelines and other type of utilities, quite frankly, that cross that river and really other waterways across the U.S. Yeah. And, and I was just in your session and you were talking about some of the dredging going on in the ports to to make it deeper, right? So that right. we can, for LNG and other purposes. So yeah. larger vessels can start to come up and start using more of the waterways. Right? Yeah, that, that's correct. So across the U.S., there is almost a global expansion to have larger, deeper draft vessels that can carry more cargo, whether it's underwear, your <laughs> cars uh, that come made overseas, uh oil and gas products, really anything that is not manufactured in the U.S., a large majority of it comes via tanker ship here. I'm sorry, via, via ship here to the U.S. And these ports are not deep enough to accommodate those larger vessels, right? So, so those port expansions, they have to make them deeper. They have to make them wider. And when you get into those type of scenarios, the existing utility infrastructure, pipeline, sewer, cable, water, whatever yeah. it is, needs to be either deepened or relocated to make room for those larger vessels where they can actually increase the depth to get those vessels I in there. dredge the river. I.e. dredge the river, yeah. correct. Or so, other waterways, yeah. So what used to be really good 15, 20 years ago as far as depth, now if it was six feet deeper or eight feet or 10 feet deeper, is a whole world of difference for the amount uh, or the size of the ship that is coming into it. Uh, that's correct. And they have this thing down to the inches. If you take a vessel, a typical container ship yeah. might actually be about 120 feet wide by 500 feet long. So if you just add six inches more depth to that, right? You're gonna hit some. Along that whole distance, that's that much more cargo that they can carry. Right. And so oh, yeah. so if they can just get six inches more depth of water to be yeah. able to get this bigger vessel in, it means a lot in the commercial and commerce. A lot more underwear. Impact. That's right. A lot more underwear. That's correct. Well, we need that <laughs> as well as others. Right. Edward LGA, yep. uh, you've been involved here for a while. Yep. I've been involved in LGA for probably 10 years and a very, very special group here. Um, very diverse group of different stakeholders, yeah, right? Absolutely. And uh, so at Camo, you know, we're all about safety and protecting the environment. We sell nothing, right? right. And our new program, our Marine Safe 811 program is going to be that one-stop shop for marine damage prevention resources and support. And again, it's not just the Gulf Coast or the West Coast or East Coast. Many, many inland waterways have utilities that cross those waterways as well. So that's our niche is to be able to work within those different stakeholder groups to protect that infrastructure. That's awesome. It's wonderful. Man, we know last night that this guy knows this territory. We do, and we have a very special We're excited question. about this question. This is one question, one question only. Okay. 
We're going to finish it up. You get to choose one. Okay. Okay. Then only you, one. Only one. One only. One bite. Never mind. Uh, beignets, Cafe du Monde, or Hurricane, Pat O'Brien's. Uh, wow. That's a tough one. I don't even know if I can commit to answer that. But I will have to go with Pat O'Brien's Hurricanes. Wow. See, I'm more of a, I would dip the beignet. In the hurricane. <laughs> Is that? I don't know. We're going to workshop that. That's for the next episode. Ed, thanks for all, all right, you do yes. here. Yep. And Excellent. all you do at our coastal yep. areas. You. Man, who would have known? See? Yeah. This is what we're talking Camo about. Camogroup.org. Camogroup.org. Please. Hey, we'll be back. We're here with a legend. Uh, we are. Infamous, some would say. <laughs> infamous or famous? Both? I don't know. The Icon? Both means something totally different. Legend in your own mind counts. Is that That's it? fine. We'll take it. <laughs> we'll be here with it. Mr. DeWitt Bordeaux. Do us a favor. For those that don't know you, introduce yourself and uh, give us a, you know, like the, it all started one day. Oh, it all. Oh. Uh, Give us your origin story. Guys, that, that's pretty easy. It all started one day when I was 19 years old, and I found myself as a 19-year-old unemployed teenager with bills to pay. Okay. And growing up in a small town, relatively small town, 50,000 people. So Monroe, Louisiana. Up up north. Uh, yeah, lower lower Arkansas. Lower yeah, Arkansas. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, LA. Duck Dynasty territory. Oh, down right down the street. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Found myself unemployed, bills to pay, and put application in all over town. Got miraculously got three job offers in one day. Two of them paid a whole quarter, an hour more, which. Hey, that was a half big. gallon. That was a half gallon of gas back then, or that half was a pack of cigarettes. Two primary uh, necessities for a nineteen-year-old male. <laughs> what was the third one? <laughs> the third one was twenty-five cents an hour less. It was, it was a meter reader, starting with the gas utility department of a combination electric and gas utility. Okay. And the rest is history. And the rest is pretty much history because fortunately my dad still a tremendous work ethic into me and I had the foresight to look long term instead of grabbing that instant or that whole quarter. And I looked at, you know, back then in nineteen seventy eight guys working for a utility was a job for life. Yep. Still is in many instances and uh, I took it, and that's been the start of a what will be a forty-five year career in wow. my line. No business. kidding! You started when you were four. Started when I was nineteen. <laughs> I have just uh, that's that's Jim's joke. Say I'm going to age well. A fine one. So twelve years with Wow is part of Atmos Energy. Sure, a lot of my former coworkers are here at LGA this week. We. We've renewed acquaintances because we all started back together That's in awesome. the late 70s, early 80s. Uh, many of them are retiring. I'm still working. That's all right. I'm not sure who made the right decision yeah. here, but I, I took some opportunities that came my way and spent a lot of time with the LADNR, the Pipeline Safety Group. Yes. Here's to let me to be to meet with much of my uh, coworkers at uh, FEMSA. Join the feds because they pay a lot more in the state. 
uh, I've had some great bosses along the way who gave me, who stood back and, and trusted my judgment, gave me the latitude to basically undertake anything that I wanted to reach out and grab, even though it was outside of my wheelhouse, it was an opportunity to learn. It was an opportunity to grow personally mm -hmm. and expand my industry knowledge. And, and it's, it's been phenomenal. I wouldn't trade it for the world. That, yeah. that is an you need a reason story. to get involved in our industry. That's a story like that. And we hear it all the time. Yeah. It's something to be proud of. My, my first uh, attendance LGA, I was working for Translaw at the time, the part of Atmos now. And uh, we were going through three days of PE fusion classes mm -hmm. at one of these <laughs> in Alexander, Louisiana. That's impressive. Some of the early ones that I remember as I transitioned from the company to, to, to DNR, uh, you know, took on that inspector role. I also started taking on a training role and standing up and, and speaking at some of these little breakout sessions and so forth. We used to cycle back and forth between Alexander and Lafayette. Okay. And then they up and made the decision, well, let's move to New Orleans. Everybody <laughs> well, it was, it was outside the comfort zone. Sure. Yeah. You know, and, and for us from North Louisiana, well, that was, that, that was halfway across the country. That's, that is the big city down there, isn't it? Yeah. What are we going to do? And it was a different country. North Louisiana versus New Orleans. Oh, definitely. Definitely. It's like, it, it very much different. Talking with the gentleman served on the board who Robert Bourne was in, formerly mm -hmm. in. And Robert and I both go back that far, and we were sharing some of those old stories earlier. And it's like, you know, these things every year and coming in the network. Yeah. And, and in addition to the breakout sessions and the training sessions and all that, it, it's invaluable. Um, the, the, conversations of, of just well, we do it this way well, we've done it this way because there's no one way to skin a cat is the old thing and we're not skinning any cats necessarily i mean well we haven't been out we haven't been over the bro bridge yet so anyways uh, that's a whole nother story we'll do that later though let's let, let's lean in though to those early years when was your first LGA conference, and what role did you take in LGA conferences at that point? First one probably was around 1982. And what was the LGA like at that time? Uh, I'm not sure there was actually even an LGA. Okay, okay. It was a it was a state to the office conference, DNR sponsored conference. Okay. And, uh, it kind of led into the formation of LGA because it, as this thing started growing a little bit, it was bouncing back and forth to, to Louisiana, I mean, to Lafayette and Alexandria. Well, there's money involved. There is a yep. registration fee and, and somebody's lawyer, DNR, said, you guys can't be handling money. Sure. Yep. And that kind of ah, inspired the growth of the association to be that conduit. Yep. Be that financial. So you were on the ground floor, really. You, you and Robert the Bourne. Lights on. That's what you turned the lights on. That had first the lights day. turned off a couple of times. Okay. And made that leap to New Orleans. 
When you watch that attendance over the first two or three years, it struggled maybe that first year or so, but all of a sudden it took a leap from 110 days to you know, what we see now. What was there, 600 this week? Close, close to 700. Yeah. Biggest one ever. Yeah. yeah. You must be proud. Um, Absolutely. We're, Absolutely. You know, we're inspiring those folks that maybe haven't got a chance to come out, number one, to LGA, or second, just – Maybe maybe they're on the fence, you know. Uh, what what would you tell them that might uh, motivate them to come out next year? No, what, what I said earlier, the, the networking piece of it is just as important, in my opinion, as in the friendships that you'll make, the lifelong friendships that you'll make. Uh, coming out of COVID in twenty one, yeah. okay, people were some people were starting to be able to travel, and and there was some LinkedIn postings, and I don't post on LinkedIn a lot or comment a lot, um, but I'm pretty active in following. And somebody said something about a conference or whatever, and I'm like, all you managers out there, let your people go. Yeah, let your people go. travel. There's no alternative. Invest that $1,000 or whatever it may be in travel expenses because you're going to get your money back tenfold. You're going to get it back in their satisfaction, their personal growth, their motivation to undertake new things and so forth, and just the free education you get from that networking experience that you're not going to get sitting at your computer on yeah. Teams. You, know? you can't do this. Yeah. That's true. It's true. Love As it. we say, knee to knee, everything happens. Yeah, even no matter how uncomfortable it is. <laughs> how much we fill up the space? Hey, I'm in the middle. Okay. <laughs> Hand in the sandwich. Jimmy, you got to ask him the question. Well, do we, we ask one very important question at the end of every segment. This is critical. I'm going to give you two choices. You can pick one within three seconds. One. Okay. Ready? Ready? Beignet from Cafe Du Monde or Hurricane from Paddo's? Uh, as a regular diet, beignets. As a regular <laughs> That would qualify their own question. We can't argue with that. I'm down with it. And I think we have some coming. We I think we do. Anybody. Yeah. Hey, it's been great talking to you. Thank him. you so much. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for everything you've done for our industry and you continue to do for industry. Yeah. And inspiring people to join our industry and take that leap that you did when you were 19. Let's go, Come folks. join us next year. Please. Hey, we'll be back. Jimmy, we're back just like that. Now the pace is picking oh, up. The pace is going. Everybody shooting around, getting in the sessions. And we were able to capture a very important person to the LGA 192. Allegedly. 192. Allegedly. <laughs> our friend, Mr. Stephen Giambroni. Yeah. And, you. uh, you know, we, uh, we know you're busy, Stephen. So yeah, thank absolutely. you for joining us. Oh, for thank you for being us here. here. Thank you for Angie Rollnet. You guys are a sponsor. Been here for a long time. We certainly appreciate the support. Absolutely. And I uh, appreciate you guys doing this. It's really cool. This is really cool that you wow. guys go around. Yeah, and be sure to tell our bosses that. <laughs> For those that might not know who you are, do us a favor. Introduce sure. yourself to the audience. Uh, Stephen Gimbroni. I'm the Pipeline Division Director for the State of Louisiana. Uh, our, our Pipeline Division is under the Office of Conservation, which is our Oil and Gas Commission in Louisiana. And we're under the umbrella of the Department of Natural Resources. So you probably hear DNR a lot. That's yep. the department we're under. But we, we do work for the Conservation Office. We have a commissioner who's appointed by the governor. It's actually the only state in the union 
where there's only one commissioner for the oil and gas commission. Every other state has three or five or seven or whatever. We only have one. So one person who has that authority. Um, and we've been putting on this pipeline conference for, gosh, 30 plus years yeah. now. And we've wow. been in New Orleans now for 20 years. Yep. And uh, the partnership with the LGA has just helped it grow. grow. And so it's been, it's been really great. Um, you know, every year we're looking for new ideas for the conference and new speakers and topics and whatnot and how we can organize a little bit better. And every year I think it gets a little bit better. You it's, know, I, I hear it does. It's great. Uh, I've only been here two years and I'll say this one's better than last year. So that, that's an accurate <laughs> I've been statement. I've for 15 years. And I, I, it's one of my favorite conferences because the amount of information key to it is the items you can take away and use for, as I say, the next 364 days. That's right. That's right. Those yeah. echoes that you can make when you bring all this information back home, the people who need it. Definitely. And we certainly appreciate FEMSA's support. We have a lot of folks from FEMSA here. We know that that the operators and the, and the industry want to hear from FEMSA. You know, I say, I know they hear from me all the time, right? And they don't want to sit in that room and listen to me for eight hours. So having FEMSA here and the other speakers who are here uh, really helps make this a great conference. So Can I ask you really a, appreciate that. a quick question? I think we're close to 700 attendees. We are. We are. We had, we're at 660 pre-registered wow. when we shut it down last Tuesday. And we'll, surprisingly enough, we'll have 50 or so walk-ups every single year. Well, we uh, need that so final we'll, number because we have a poll, a poll going. Yeah, yeah. It's non-sanctioned by EWN. <laughs> just under Alleged, the table. So allegedly. allegedly. So I need that count. I, well, I think well, I'm, I'm, at six, count. I'm at 692, allegedly. <laughs> yeah, I was a little more hopeful. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. I think we were just under 700 last year. So we'll, we'll hopefully get there this year. Well, this is an awesome event. Yeah. Like I said, this is only my second time to attend, but we're, we're using this platform in a way to encourage people from back home why they should come out. You know, what are some reasons? So coming sure. from yourself, you must have a few reasons why sure. folks back home may want to join well, us. Well, you know, of time. course we have great presentations, right? There's a lot of great information, but I'll tell you, I, over the years, this conference has helped me get to know the folks yeah. and, and allow the folks to get to know me and their other regulators. Um, I've, I've developed some great relationships just in the social hour, the networking. Um, you know, I've had operators tell me, yeah, you know, I come every year and there's probably four or five presentations I'm interested in, but I'm really interested in the hallway conversations that we have here and the folks that I get to meet. So there's a lot of that. There's a lot of networking that goes on here. Of course, we have uh, we have 70 vendors this wow. year. Um, and so that, that's great. They're the support for the industry. They're providing services and products and, and, and doing the consulting and engineering for the industry. So, um, it's great. That they're here too, right? And it's not just the operators. We, we have, we have nonprofits here. Yeah. You know, um, and we have other state uh, partners here. We are, our co-hosts are the Alabama Public Service Commission, Arkansas Public Service Commission, Arkansas Oil and Gas, uh, Mississippi Public Service Commission and New Mexico. And so, um, so it's great to kind of, have sort of a Gulf Coast oh, it really, you know, it really feel is. to it. Yeah, and, yeah. Of sorts. Yeah. and we have folks from all over the country who come, right? So we had uh, registrations out of 25 states in Washington, D.C. And so they come from all over. They come from as far as California and New York. 20, 25, states. 25 states. You said some numbers yesterday when you were opening. Uh, you said how many people were from Louisiana? Right. So from Louisiana only will be somewhere around maybe a little over half. And of course, we have a lot out of Texas, so there will probably be Shout out. Um, 150 to 175 from Texas, and the other 200 or so will be from you know, all over. Uh, and I noticed yesterday we uh, from Alaska to Florida. We have Alaska, absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. 
Very I'm cool. still I'm still trying to draw someone from out of the country so we can call it an international pipeline conference. It, it happened to be Saudi Aramco. Saudi Aramco is here. Really? Yes. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's an international. Yes, it is an international. They are yeah. here. Actually, they stopped by the booth today. We're asking about compliance tonight. I'll introduce you. No. Well, I, I saw the name Aramco. I didn't realize that was. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so we our, 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 there you this, go. We just went international. I need to meet them then. Absolutely. Well, this is awesome. You, I think we have one more question. We have one. It's very important. Really? They told me no questions, so I don't know what's going this on. This is here. critical. Critical. Ready for this one? Okay. Beignets at Cafe du Monde or. Yeah, beignets at Cafe du Monde. Oh, okay. yes. go ahead. Go ahead. Or gumbo at Oceana. Oh, man. I got um, him with that one. Man, I just, I love beignets. And, okay. And, uh, yeah, beignets. Yeah, we're two for two right uh, now yeah. with that. Yeah, that's just a clear favorite. Not, I mean, you can get good gumbo yep. different places, but if I want a beignet, you know, that's not like you can just get that anywhere. No, you can't. Right. That, is, that is an icon. So, so that's and, really and, nice. And have some here at the conference. Um, at maybe the afternoon break. I, I believe there's going to be. We might have to beignets. do that. Live. Remember, we did some yeah. some food critic stuff at I some believe shows. We'll have some I don't want to get your. Ho- I, I, I well, feel fairly late. certain. Well, my if, if they're not, not if they're not going to be here, I'm going to have to get them ordered now. We, <laughs> well, thank you and appreciate you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we really thank you. We appreciate everything you do and your friendship and, and, and everything you do for our industry. Thank, thank you guys for being here. We appreciate this. We'll be back. Yep. Thank you, James. I, I'm calling this day four. Final day. Day 67 of LGA. <laughs> I mean that as a compliment. Like, I really do. I do, too. It's a, it's a long one, but you never feel... Um, you never feel it. Well, you do feel it. Some people feel it, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, but, some do. Um, yeah, some people tie it on down here. Um, but I'm just saying uh, the sessions are great. Each day's different. The reception, there's like some classic things that happen. The event at the Royal Sinesta, like yeah. some of those things, dinners, people have great dinners and lunches. I think having lunch yep. at uh, Drago's is like a whole thing, right? Yep. And so um, when people uh, get to come here and network and be with their friends and do business, talk about our awesome industry and how we're getting better. And I think it's just uh, unique and you and I get to go to a lot of places. And we told a lot of people this week, what's going on here at LGA is something special. Well, it is really special, James. And, and I, I, I see it through your eyes because this is your second LGA event last year. You were, mm-hmm. I, I mean, honestly, at one Brand point new. I looked, I looked at you and you're like, ah, this is far exceeding what I ever thought. And uh, sometimes and I feel like that sounds offensive. I hope everybody knows what that means. I didn't have low expectations. No, no, you had high expectations, but and I think you, you always were, talked. To yeah. That. And it you were like validation, right? Like yeah. We talked about it this morning. Yeah. It wasn't again, please. That's yeah, not a shot by any means, but I, I think it's really what I'm trying to say is by experiencing it, yeah. And being here firsthand, and we've asked so many folks this week, you know, what do they want to say to folks out there that don't attend or maybe could attend and such like that? And they, they share it. But I, I just have to say that, you know, I've been over 15 years here and every year always exceeds my expectations. And every year is very, uh, it's very similar in many different ways, but very different and unique in many different ways. But it's always enhancing and, and new topics and new challenges in the industry that we're overcoming and new innovations that we're adopting and all those things that you see 
really come together for me. What what I've realized and now being a part of it for two years um, is there's tons of stories. Definitely. And people yeah. share those, have been sharing those stories with us because of the podcast this week. Yep. At different times or different, you know, it's like, oh, that was the blank year. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. Is, right. Yeah. Or that was the year that you talked about this. And, oh, remember, and the, or that was the NPRM year. What You know what I mean? Yeah. COVID, you know, yeah. oh, that was the first virtual or when we came back. Um, each year has this iconic moment or, or these moments. Yes. And, and they're all built around these stories. And it's been neat this week to talk to so many people that are passionate, not only about the LGA, LGA, but hearing them say, arguably, this is the most important port and state, you know, yeah, in the yeah. world for so many reasons. And uh, to hear that, man, our industry is proud. It's very proud. And sometimes we don't really really even I have to stand back sometimes and realize that the Gulf states here, Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, let's go across, really are the energy capital of the Western Hemisphere. So we are at the epicenter right here. Yeah. And, you know, when we, we sometimes I think I, we become just a little, I don't want to say blind, but just maybe used to that or whatever. And take we, it for granted. Yeah, that's exactly like take it for, for granted. Sure. We take a step back and we see, understand and hear, and even today going down to the offshore port, I, I, that's something I've been in many different, you know, over my years, different waterfront ports type of thing. I've never been to this one. I'm excited to see it because I think... I'm sure I'm going to learn something today. And that's the thing. And I mentioned that this morning when we were talking with Sue Guidry, the amount of people organically, when we walk around this conference that are saying in little conversations, there are always conversations going on. Someone will say, Hey, I learned this, or Hey, did you hear that? You know, and they're sharing them. They're like, well, where'd you hear that? Well, I was in this session over here and heard this and it could be from two different pipelines, but they're just having conversations of sharing that knowledge because they know it's so important to what James, our industry. Yeah. Yeah. You know, collaboration was definitely the common thread this week. Uh, that we heard and that like we said the passion uh, that folks have for this organization uh, lga specifically and then also that that safe space um, oh yeah that's been created here by the regulators the state the the bordering states now regionally uh, you know even bigger than that uh vendors to contractors to operators all working together again for pipeline safety definitely yeah, yeah. It's, hey. neat. it's neat what's going on here. You mentioned earlier about um, sitting down with Sue. Um, <laughs> I, what a treat, right? Jim, we said it afterwards. It might be, and that's this is saying a lot because we've had a lot of guests. Yes. Um, but this might be one of my favorite things we've ever done, and more so than, than any time before, it was very much coffee yes. with Jim and James, right? Correct. Which is crazy to say because that's literally the show and what we say we do all the time. But this morning we were drinking the quintessential cup in uh, Cafe Olay from Cafe Du Monde. Here in New Orleans, we were talking to the president of the LGA, Ms. Sugitri, and uh, we were just friends catching oh. up at a conference like we tell people. That's, that's what, what we the podcast is. Well, that's what the podcast is. And afterwards, I can see that. Yeah. But it's, you know, that's what we always want. That's what it's about because I'll tell you, 
you know, we are friends. There's so many friends here. And how many times, though, James, over the last four days has somebody come up to you totally unrelated to the podcast, totally unrelated to, let's say, Energy World Net, but they say, hey, James, do you know anybody that does this? And it could be uh, welders or something. We'll pick anything. You know, and people are just asking questions. And, you know, when you spend time with Sue and, and all of our other friends casually, you know, you know, build up that trust, you build up that, that, that camaraderie between us, that friendship where, you know, if I were to go to Sue and say, Hey, Sue, do you know anybody this? She'd be, she would look, she goes, let me find out for you. So it's almost like a little chain of, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I love that. Sue is a treat. Uh, (laughs) one One of the good ones for sure. Uh, and we are, are proud of, of her work over the past year. It was neat last night. We were with her, and she said it was her 33rd Third year. Third anniversary. Targa or, you know, whatever company was bought. Re, you know, rebranded. Yeah. Whatever it was, but Targa, essentially, for 33 Three years, years. Which is so impressive. Yeah. Uh, it's neat to see an icon like that. And uh, she'll be handing over the gavel so to speak, uh, in November. November, correct, so we'll yeah. we getting a new president with who we met, yep. uh, Mr. President. So, was that Larry Williams from... Uh, City of Walker. Town of Walker? Town of Walker. Town of Walker. There we go. Let's, let's, uh, let's be careful now. Yeah, let's I get... think it's Town of Walker. I did some more. Uh, <laughs> I did. Even, I did. Uh, did you stalk somebody on the internet? We've got to eat some great food here. Cafe Du Monde twice. Yeah. Uh, and that by by a landslide, I believe that won the the, uh, the, the question of yeah, the week. Absolutely uh, over Gumbo and Pato's. Although Pato's came came back stumbling. <laughs> oh, easy now, easy. Yeah. Allegedly, I, I uh, still have never experienced a hurricane from Pato's. So maybe next trip. Uh, Man, great being with you, brother. Always, brother. I mean, honestly, icon I... Icon after icon this week. Yeah, and let me just finish where, on my one thought. You know, I came into most conferences like I did this one anxious and a little bit... I'm not going to... I'm never nervous, but I there's angst, there's anxiety to have a great week. I always want the conferences to be great, that we meet, talk, share, collaborate, yeah. all that. And I'll tell you, you know, sitting here today, I have a very peaceful feeling that I think we hit all of the the things that we could have done for the LGA and our industry by doing what we do here. Yeah, let's lean into that for a minute because um, LGA was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, gave us a spot out here. Yeah, to right. The there. show. Yeah. Um, we we actually w- was able to move locations and, uh, you know, provide a different res- perspective mid-show. So, um they helped us, you know, get some people on. They talked about the board. Um, you know, they've, they've treated us fantastically from get-go. Yeah. Anything we needed or, or wanted, um, they've they've been there. And they've been awesome. As a, I'm saying, as an attendee, one of the things they said uh, in the opener was, let us know if something isn't quite right. Like, we want to we wanna know so we can make it right. Proactive. If it's the air conditioner or the lights. Or, or, um, you know, or, or, right. So, um, it was neat working with them always. Oh, my goodness. Um, high grade. Excellent. Outstanding. Man, we had, who all did we have on? No. Oh. Whitberdo was a champion yeah. always. Uh, Carl. Carl. You know, with John Jacoby. Yeah. Um, who else? Hi, was I'm on? sorry. Carl Leger. We need to give the last name. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, 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 
for sure. We had a uh, poom. Who was Louisiana eight one one Brent and oh yeah, I, I mean Steve Jumbroni. Yeah, who gets these people? Yeah, like we should not listen. <laughs> yeah, let's be transparent here. There's no reason y'all should answer our emails, <laughs> but we appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean really, and and I think for us that that continued realization. And we hear people, we heard so many people where they came up and said, thank you for what y'all are doing. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, talking with people like Freddie. Um, yeah. From, from Axe. Axe that yeah. knows marketing, that knows public awareness and knows that, that there's a spot for us here. The validation is, yeah. is humbling. You know, I know you can't see us, but I'm patting my heart. right now. I'm patting your heart too. Oh, that's a lot. Um, <laughs> you know, getting, getting a cinnamon roll from Chris. Man, that, oh. that's that's love language here. I, if somebody had uh, salsa they had made, homemade salsa like food is love here, and people are letting us in. So we appreciate that. It isn't lost on us. How blessed are we to be here, and we hope to uh, be back out here, here at least, right? God willing and amen to that, I'll yeah. tell you. All right. Well, uh, Jimmy, always a pleasure. I know always, they brother. can see you shaking hands. And hugging. Man, and to many more just like this one. Amen. Now, let's keep up the good work and keep doing what we can do. All right. Hey, uh, we uh, appreciate you, and uh, we'll see you at the next one. Absolutely. Hey, stay safe.